Hello and welcome to the Pro Detailer Magazine podcast. We are joined today by another celebrity guest, this time no less than Mr. John of Hole. Hello, guys. <laughs> How are we doing today, John? Uh, I'm good, thank you. A little background. Obviously, everybody listening knows, knows who John is, but for those imbeciles who don't, um, he is, uh, well, he was Mr. Detailing World, founder, co-founder, and co-founder. Uh, ran it for many, many years, and we will, of course, be talking about that and where that's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is also Mr. Clean and Shiny, Yep. Uh, which is a multi-brand reseller based in Aldershot. That's right, Aldershot. Aldershot. It's a polite area. Um, <laughs> I thought you were kind of Ashvale, a bit posher. But well, no, no, it's Aldershot. It's Aldershot. Not everyone pronounces it Aldershot. Oh, oh, I can see, yes. Aldershot. Altern- there's an alternative spelling. Yeah, I can't see that at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, and also many other claims to fame, not least one third of Waxstock, Europe's biggest detailing show, possibly the world's biggest detailing show. We talked about PJ with this. Dedicated detailing show, yeah. Dedicated, absolutely. exactly. Yeah. That's the difference, isn't it? Is that a lot of car shows got a little bit of detailing, yeah. but this is all detailing with some cars. With nothing else. Yeah. There's no wheels, there's no brakes, no yeah. suspension. Tragically. Yeah. Oh. We ought to invite Brembo at some point, just so we can touch him. Speak to Dom. I like a big Brembo. Yeah, I know Dom's, Dom's quite keen on Brembo, if that. you're listening, contact Dom Colbeck. No, contact me first. <laughs> All right, we'll have a finder's fee, and it involves six pots. Um, so, um, we have got lots of exciting things to talk about. Uh, but first, I just wanted to have a sort of a bit of a chin wag, which John is ever so easy, because he's a, he's a, he's a chatty man. Okay. Um, speaking of chatty men, Ian is also with us. Hello. <laughs> I think the background's done. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> incredible. Check time. Um, but uh, over the last couple of years, it's been a real giggle because obviously we've had what was it again? I can't remember some virus or something. Anyway, something. Yeah, and uh, Miller virus, Miller like uh, virus. I don't know. I thought I had the clap at one point, but you probably did. <laughs> You have the slow clap. <laughs> the slow clap, that's, <laughs> that's uh, ever-present. Um, but, John, you, 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 you caught it. And I did. It didn't go well. And this was before we all had the vaccines and the, and the cleverness. It was early on. It was early days. Early adopter. Yeah. Pre-Delta. Got it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> it nearly got me out of the way. It nearly got you that's out of the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really so, hipster about it. Had it before it was cool, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. So just as a walk-in, you, you got it and you kind of, Coped at home for quite a while, and then mm-hmm. it was a secondary lung infection of some. I had, uh, yeah, I had secondary pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Um, so so like second hand pneumonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I caught uh, caught COVID, um, and then started with the cough that just wouldn't stop mm-hmm. um, from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to bed. Spoke to one 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 or whatever it is, and they. It got me onto some antibiotics that did nothing. Right. Um, and at this point, I was still going to work, working, struggling. Spreading. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I don't know. You spread pneumonia? Because uh, that's what it was. It was at that point, it was pneumonia. I got I rid- it was about two or three weeks after the. the do you COVID. do any touching with your colleagues? I mean, not intentionally. Not intentionally. No. No tongue so It's not like here. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been interesting. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, interesting morning so far. Yes, it's been, it's been yeah. all cuddles and yes, yeah, cuddles yeah. and yeah, yeah. We don't want to go too far too early. No, exactly. <laughs> don't peak too soon. I'm not going to use the penetration word. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I had, um, I got this secondary pneumonia, and in the end, I couldn't walk more than three or four steps, which, which after the COVID, ended up in hospital, six liters of fluid on one of my lungs, and was there for a week. Um, and after that, it, uh, it took about six months to get over the covid and pneumonia experience 
to be back to being normal. So it was like November well, 2020. What 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 most people you're, you're class normal. as normal? My yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're normal. Yeah. Well, you said you tried to wash your car after yeah, that's, ten days. That's right. Yeah, after ten days after coming out of hospital, you know, being the guy I am, that I was, was like, your priority. <laughs> yeah, I needed to wash the M3. So uh, I um, I literally went to work, and uh, the guys at work had told me not to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, look, we've got this. You know. And, Did uh, they phrase it like that and just say bugger off? Or, no, they were right? literally like, we've got this, don't yeah. come to work. Yeah, shout out to Dave Watson. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we. I went in, I tried to wash the car, got halfway down one side, had to stop and had to get assistance to finish the car because I was just absolutely wasted, even 10 days after coming out of hospital and sitting That's in good. hospital doing nothing apart from having a valve turned to take a litre of fluid out every day. Um, yeah. So you had like a long term. Yeah, so I had a, they, they, 18 minutes after I got into hospital, I had doctors around me. They cut me open, put a tube in. And the minute they put the tube in. And you and, let them? Yeah, well, I didn't have much choice. <laughs> I thought it was better than what was going to happen. Um, so they put yeah. the tube in, and I literally stopped coughing as soon as they got the tube and the drain in and turned it on. Um, and I was like. Could you actually feel it? Yeah, when it, when it, it went down. in, it went, when it went in, it was hurting, burning. Yeah burning in as they were because it's like it's like they felt like they were putting a hose pipe in me but really it was tiny um you have a hose lock on the side yeah. of you it, it, well, it, did. Say, it had a it, it had a uh, well if you stood big, up you could still cramp. use a crownsel because it's gravity fed <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. color was the stuff that came out Random orange question. orange orange yeah i've got some photos Cool, cool. Okay, well, you we'll, want me to share? Yeah, well, not this is a podcast, so yeah. it doesn't really work afterwards. in that regard. But yeah, no, afterwards we'll, we'll put it on social media yeah. for everyone. Password. Um, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everyone wants to see that. Oh, I take that. Um, I've got friends. So yeah, that was that was that. That's, yeah. So well, it, it, so we're very lucky to have you here. You obviously like, didn't they, die. They I mean, told me two weeks. If I'd left it another two weeks, then I wouldn't be here today. Be in a body bag. They, they reckon that I would have. Yeah. That would have been a crap interview, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, the gases build up. If we put like a little kazoo, on, let's move on, on that. Yeah, from this. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, other big news, apart from not dying, is Detailing World is no longer your baby. No, that's uh, that's very true as well. Um, Tell us what happened. We sold it. Okay, that's good. Now- uh, no, okay. So now, let's, let's do the rest. Of it. Let's do a little bit more into that. Um, I I run Detailing World. I founded Detailing World with Bill back in 2005, mm-hmm. um, and we run it for 15 years. Um, it grew and grew and grew, and it got to the the, the pinnacle of my technical abilities. To be what able. was just so we can get an idea of the scope because it was the biggest detailing forum in the world. It probably is still, still the biggest is. detailing forum in the what, world. Give us some numbers just so people can kind of because oh, wow. you showed me your analytics, which um, you've got to say as one word by the way. Um, <laughs> Uh, many years ago now, must have been 2015, on you, we were at Newbury uh, mm-hmm. in a service station and we just met randomly in the cafe to do an interview actually for issue two. And um, you opened, you, you Good save. whipped out your, um, <laughs> whipped out your, your uh, little Dell and fired up analytics and it was amazing. The figures on there were like hundreds of thousands yeah, a was, day or something ridiculous. It was, yeah, it was like that. There was a million, million hits or something a month. It was yeah. something crazy. It was bonkers. And, um, and so how many registered users did you have at the peak? I think it was a quarter of a million. Blimey. Um, yeah, so I call it a big encyclopedia, Detailing mm-hmm. World. So, uh, But I got to the, the end of my ability to be able to look after it. We had a, we had a big server failure five years or so ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it, was, it was a very stressful time. Um, it took about two weeks to get it back up and running, and I had to get 
people that I you know, had to find people to be able to help me get it up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you used to work in IT as well, so is it? I did, but I wasn't a programmer. I sold things. Oh, I see. So yeah. I could I could have sold you the hard drive, but I didn't know. <laughs> well, but to. after you've cooked it, it's gone down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. I didn't understand RAID at the time either. Oh, okay. And that was a problem. Oh, it you was... should have talked to me. I could talk to hours about RAID. But you're not you? going to, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll start with JBOD and then we'll go on to oh, wow. 1 plus 0. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. it, was on, it was on one version of RAID that duplicates the drive, not a okay. version that... Yeah, so mirror. Yeah, the mirror of the drives. That's the correct expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't... There was a version of RAID that would... So if one, if, if one of the hard drives gets corrupted, it corrupts the other one yep. with this version because it's mirrored. So we had two hard drives thinking RAID was a backup of what was going on, and actually it was just... It's not. When you have RAID, yeah, you can use... Often you use, say, four hard drives. Say you had 400-gig hard drives, just for mm-hmm. argument's sake, and you could actually just have one uh, uh, the capacity of one of those hard drives, but you've got double the speed and double the reliability as a consequence of having all four. It's very clever, but as you said, let's not let's not go in... in but as a that. consequence of not understanding RAID, what, did that, what happened? It corrupted one drive, which corrupted the other drive, which meant we had to get data recovery at very. So you nearly lost. We nearly yeah. lost everything, everything in for, detailing for, world. Yeah, and, for, um, we was... had some we had some backups, but they weren't they weren't complete mm-hmm. backups. We found out afterwards. Yeah, um, it's always the way. And I'm guessing the, these hard drives were not their server hard drives, so probably so, yeah, squeezy we, devices. We had to yeah, so we had to go to where the where the uh, the server place was. <laughs> it wasn't Docklands? It was somewhere else, and we had to go there. Then we had yeah, to go to London. It's UK based, to be honest. That yeah. But we got that back, um, and from then I was like, I, I always said to Bill, I said, look, I'm, I'm, I can't do any more. I don't mm. understand, and uh, and trying to find someone that did understand the cer- the, the forum software mm. and everything else with it was it was tricky. Um, we should have organised evening classes. I could have, we could just have so much fun going um, through all that. <laughs> I'm not sure how to answer that. <laughs> um, so yeah, then fast forward. Fast forward to last year, we yep. were contacted by a company uh, based out of Vancouver, Vertical Scope, Vertical Scope. and they specialise in forums um, of all genres. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of car forums. Yeah, I did a deep dive on them and writing an article about it in the mag, and it was yeah, fascinating uh, stuff. Lots of forums, um, and but they didn't have. They wanted detailing well because it tied in with every other forum that they've got. Mm-hmm. So uh, every other forum probably had a backlink to detailing. Yeah, world somewhere yeah, in it. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, how do they come? I mean, because they're in Vancouver, so that's Canadians. They have they have uh, they have guys based in the UK. Oh, cool! Who contacted Bill um, and we chatted and talked about what they what they would do with it and what their plans were, and how much they give you. <laughs> that was one aspect of it. Um, so I think which, we looked, and the the guy who's running it on behalf of Vertical Scopes had an account with Detailing World for yeah. a long time. He's yeah. he's a, he's an existing user. Yeah, Mike's his name. Yeah, he's yeah. been on there. He's been on there a while. He he founded um, oh, what are they called Skyline Nissan Skyline oh, Forum. Okay. He's he's got a or he had a R34. I think it is. I'm yeah. not a jack car man. Oh, R34 is a Skyline. Okay, so I was in the right it's right place. Best. It's the yeah. most overvalued of them. Yeah. All, but okay, yeah. well that's what he had. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he they, they the deal was done. They took it over, um, and that was in the start of October. Mm. So, well, because uh, I bumped into you at the NEC. 
Yeah. And I was, to be honest, I half expected you to have sort of being patrolled by four semi-naked models into a limo and all the rest of it. <laughs> but you said you were instead buying houses and stuff instead of putting very sensibly into property. Yeah, um, I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do need to do that, unfortunately. Yeah, um, because well, it was shortly after that course, the video from Gion, where you were the star, um, came out. And, you, and I hadn't seen you got the X5 you turned up in today, which is very smart. Um, it's very dirty. It is. It's filthy. It's filthy. But that's what you expect around here, to be yeah. fair. It is, like, basically just farmers and animals <laughs> in this area. We're, we're, I think yeah. we're the only bipeds for about half a mile. <laughs> um, oh, and Ian. Um, but the, um, the, yeah, the whole gist of it was that, so that's going off separately, but you have now got something else, which you kind of moved the socials from DW over to. Yeah, Vertical Scope. Vertical Scope were, were their forum. They're interested in forums. That's mm -hmm. all they're interested in. So when we did the deal for them to take the forum over, we we did the deal to keep the Instagram, Facebook and YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, Matt does videos for us on YouTube. We're going to change that up a bit. And there's probably going to be a video of me and Bill and that sort of thing going on this year. Fully clothed. Obviously. Yep. To start with. Yeah. And it's just a teaser. Um, yeah. Uh, Subscribers we'll, we'll get access to uh, the, the, yeah. the special channels. Yeah, detailing, yeah. detailing space, or the detailing space, sorry, on OnlyFans will be opening shortly. Only Dan's. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to set up Only Dan's page. Yeah. Um, so, so you've got a Dan somewhere in your name, you're in. <laughs> um, I've got Dan in my basement. I've got Dan in the basement. I don't know. I'll ask him if he's <laughs> still on talking method. I keep hearing knocking from upstairs. There's always not one upstairs. Uh, no, that's different. That's a different. Uh, it's one of Bert's bottom ends. Part of the process. <laughs> no, but bottom ends all outside. Damn. Seabury joke. Um, the they are. <laughs> they actually are. Yes. Um, so th that is really. Tell us what it is. Because so, yeah. So sorry. We were we were talking about the, the we we took the. We took the socials away. Mm -hmm. We've we've had to rename them. We've renamed them the detailing space. Mm -hmm. um, Emphasis on the the. Yes, yes. absolutely. Not detailing universe or no. detailing space because that was too close to world. Yeah. Um, the detailing space, and uh, and and basically it's uh, it's one hundred and eighty eight thousand people on Instagram. Yeah, all organically grown from the start. Your social networking skills are unrivaled because you're you started youtube well after we did and within about i think it was three three and a half seconds exceeded our <laughs> our six people yeah we're at 3.51 uh and um uh equally with the insta everybody presumed that you'd bought them because it shot up so much no, but actually we I, any. yeah that's an important thing to point out because it was mostly from a religious point uh, posting and also thinking outside the box and thinking actually people don't want to see you bent over with a wheel brush every other day of the week no they want to mix it up with some shiny cars and That's with some right. other bits from the wider kind of car world if you like um and it shows that you can build it up without spending money if you just put the effort yeah you just it's the effort as i mm. say i can't take i can't take all the uh all the appreciation for the, all the credit all the credit there you go that's the word i was looking for <laughs> thank you um it, it that was bill does a lot of the social instagram posting and mm -hmm. matt does a lot of obviously he's a star in the star in most of the videos well um, you need you need a beard i mean that's, that's what, it that's I conclusion can, we my came beard's to. gray i'm not growing a beard <laughs> i've tried really yeah, oh, yeah. you should try again it's good no. it's brilliant no. get so much space in supermarkets <laughs> The criminal record is, is easier to believe. Um, so, and, and what, what is the idea of the detailing space? What's, what's the plan with it? Or is it secret? Yeah. Is it I, secret? I, yeah, can we, when we come back to that another, on another Okay, well, we show. just, hang on, hang on one second. We'll just pause now. Okay, you can tell me now. <laughs> 
brilliant. Um, <laughs> it, it's a continuation on on the on detailing the world theme, but without the without the, the encyclopedia behind it. So you know, if you're an advertiser, it, you can still get in touch. You can and still, yeah, we can still do that sort of thing if you, if you if you want to do you want to do some advertising to uh, to a community of detailers, then you can do that mm-hmm. sort of thing again. But it's. Uh, it's it's another it's another space. I couldn't walk away completely. Mm-hmm. There's, gonna be, there's going to be sort of space for people to show off their work on there. We 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 already post. A yeah. lot, we try to post a lot of on Instagram. We try to post a lot yeah. of detailers' work and that sort of thing. Do you pick those yourselves, or do you just get thousands of messages saying, "Please share this. Please share that." I get a lot of messages. Yeah, I'm not talking about those sort of messages. No, no, those sort of messages that you're asking about. Oh, those okay. messages. Those the messages. ones saying, "Can you share this?" Gotcha. Yeah, we do get a lot of those messages. Loads of fire getting... emojis after everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I love a good fire emoji. Can you touch this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going down that rabbit hole. Oh, oh god, yeah, we never, we never left it. Um, so that's an exciting thing, and that's your, you know, that I suppose because that was only late last year, so mm. 2022, we're going to see see things happening in the detail. Yeah, space. we're going to we're going to have more time. I didn't have the time to be able to get onto the videos, that sort of thing. So I've managed already to 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 jump into one of uh, Matt's videos with with Kelly down at KDS. I we saw that a bit saw of labo cosmetics. I didn't see any there. jumping. I, I, Want to see some jumping? Did they miss that? Yeah, they oh. edited it out. It's outrageous because that was the week before that we went down and then got some videos as well that, that actually Jay and Co are kind of editing at the moment. So, God knows what's going to come up on that one. <laughs> um, and I, the detailing space is with your glamorous sidekick Bill as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Cool. Me and him still doing that, and uh, and Matt, Matt obviously there doing the the YouTube side of it. Yes, indeed. So that brings us on to Waxstock, which is super exciting because it's been too damn long. It has. It really has been too. It really long. has been too. And now you've yeah. bought it out. And this is a big thing, okay? Bear in mind, everybody, uh, the very first wax talk was 26th of August 2012. And it I know was. that because that's when I launched PVD, the Trade Association. Um, and the uh, conventionally of late, it has been like the third weekend of July. But you've cranked it up this year, and it is the first weekend of June. Yes, yeah, my wedding anniversary that day. So, you so know. well, present to yourself. Yep. Yeah, that was it. That That's going to go down well. Trust me. Uh, the the <laughs> other two did ask did ask my wife whether uh, whether she was happy for me to <laughs> be there on my wedding anniversary, and she was like, "Yeah, it's fine. I'm there too." Yes, oh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, did she use the word whatever? Because I found recently that that is not uh, an acceptance. Not code for you, yes. You've met, you've met my wife. She yes. wouldn't need to use the word whatever. No, it's true. She, <laughs> she, she would tell you how it is. But every time I go there, and I, you know how at Waxstock I try and run around with the camera and get photos of all the different stands. Every single year she spots me. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does. Well, no, most yeah. of them do eventually because I jump up and down and make a noise <laughs> and ultimately hit them in yeah. the face. And, um, but always spots me when I'm trying to take candid photos, not just of her, you know, mm. it's, I'm not like your wife's stalker or anything, okay. but trying to take candid photos and always then scowls at the camera and the kind yeah. of thing. So she, I don't, she's, not, she's not a big fan. Yeah. She's not we, a big fan. We need to do something. We, what we need to do is coordinate so that you can distract her or do something that will make her smile. Yeah. Can you do anything can that makes her that. smile? Yeah, there's a few things. Okay, and we can do yeah. that on camera. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get the photo. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Um, so, I uh, mean, 5th of June? 5th of June. 5th of yeah. June. 5th of um, June, a bit earlier this year. The, uh, the Rico is hosting the Commonwealth Games in July. That's the reason why we can't have those weeks in July. But At the end of July, then. Commonwealth Power. What? The wax talk's more important than that sort of stuff. It's also not the Rico Arena. What do you mean? It's renamed. Oh, well, what? It's the Coventry Building Society Arena. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm sure that the marketing department spent a long time on that. Um, I'm, I'm just going to consult my phone. So, so they're telling people it's in Coventry. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> that 
was the glorious thing about Rico, is that most people didn't know about it. Here we go. All Second London. Uh, Coventry. Oh, is it still there? No, it's yeah, Coventry Building Society Arena. Bloody hell. Okay, well, oh, I don't doubt you. I mean... Well, it's literally... Yeah. It's changed its name. Terrible. Uh, well, you know, it's great, but it's in the same place. So, yeah, so we're at the CBSA this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a convention for a photocopy salesman. Yes, these are sprung. Um, <laughs> they are indeed. There's deep vibrations. Um, so, that is great news because we don't have to wait as long. It is no. terrible news because we've got to get the Wax Talk Show Guide and the magazine out in due course before, well before then. Uh, normally, at this point, we've got five or six months. Now yes. we've got... Four months, I think yes. it is really because you know we've got to be ready. We we should have, we should have tickets ready to be sold and sent out at the start of February. That's cool because we've still got yeah we kept we kept loyal to it and we bought the stand and bought the, all the pre-order yeah. tickets for mag readers and stuff like that and we've we've still got those and all the rest yeah. of it. Everything that everyone bought before since 2020. 2021 will be still valid and yeah i think dom sent out emails contacting most i've got some emails to send contacting the top 16 yeah or the indoor cars we'll call them not top 16 yeah oh well i've still got a jiffy bag full of the original wristbands that were going to be used i've still got stickets stickets which were the tickets yeah, that you used yeah, for yeah. the original the original wow very yeah first oh, i've got i've got my very first ticket still yeah stick it ah oh, i didn't realize well because mine the, was a trade sticker yeah, mine was trade. I think it was different. I've got the wristbands for trade. Oh, which before the wristbands there, it was stickets. Yeah. Sticky stick, sticky tickets. Sticky tickets. I love that phrase. I'm going to have to use that sometimes. Stickets. Awesome. Um, so, uh, now, with Dom, because I've been in contact with Dom briefly. So, this is Dom Colbeck, Mr. Mm -hmm. Dodo Juice, and uh, Mr. Mr. Waxtalk, and um, discussing kind of plans for it. And I remember there was a kind of thing we want to, because of COVID and all the rest of it, we just we want to do what we know we can do best, so to speak, and, and just get it sorted and yeah. do a you know, proper yeah. job. Um, so, we'll be having more conversations about stuff because the life stage, obviously, think about and yeah, sort of fun things that we yeah. want to be kind of tied in with. So, we'll We'll chat about that behind the scenes. Okay. Um, but apart from that, we've also got Clean Chani. How's it going at Clean Chani? How did you find that COVID impacted uh, the sales? What was the pattern? Because there were there were big booms and busts. Um, it's yeah, obviously when when it all kicked off and uh, and we all got locked down and all the rest of it, mm. our sales skyrocketed for shampoo and quick detailer and washrods and. Yeah, we didn't sell Bogwell. <laughs> Should have done. Yeah, that would have Should been a winner. Have. If I found a cheeky supplier... I yeah, you put the detailing premium on Bogwell. It's like buckets. I wouldn't have had to give it. sweets. I could have just given a roll each. <laughs> so that would have worked, wouldn't it? And some loo paper. Yeah, um, yeah no, that's, that's, that's interesting. And, and so you had the peak. But Yeah, but going on from there, it, it continued and, uh, and it was only, it's only probably the last six months that it's, it's sort of trailed off a bit. Um, only back down to pre-COVID. Yeah, level, absolutely. So. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've we've still got all the staff there and everyone. It's not it's not like you didn't terrible. Lose no, yeah. we lost one member of staff. Uh, not that, well, we lost one member of staff. She went and got another job. Oh, okay. Slightly less, less morbid. Yeah, <laughs> I feel less stupid now. <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty dumb, but I, yeah, I, I could take it really serious and say that the we're in Unit One. Yep. The unit three that we took over, the reason we got unit three was because someone died in there from COVID. Not in the unit, but is it proven to be COVID or is it there's not No, like he was a, he, not he the... literally was in hospital with the air oxygen on. He went out oh. he was very careful, this guy. Sixty. He um he went out for one drink on Christmas Eve Oof. and he got COVID and he died from it. God unfortunately. Because um, you've wanted that unit for a long time. 
Yeah, well, I've, I've the one next door as well. There's yeah. your three and four. So oh, right. hopefully this year we'll see us get four as well. So if you were, you, a slightly and... accusing tone you had. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the wink yeah, he gave me. Uh, um, the, that's a twitch, um, not a wink. Oh, my bad. But it, you're going to end up being like Dom. Who's, who, so if you've ever been to Dodo Juice, it's in this uh, industrial estate in Jenkins Drive. Called Dodo Juice. CM22680, yeah, I think, 580, uh, something yeah. like that. Um, anyway, Dodo Juice estate. Yeah, Dom owns, well, they own most of it. And then it's sublet out to various bits and bobs. Mm. You're going to be in the same place. You're going to basically own Aldershot and then we'll, sublet we'll, out. I think it's a quarter. Okay. A quarter that we'll have when we've got so three. So you've got 12 units, yeah. When we've got three, there's about 12 there. That's cool. That's cool. Um, and so, yeah, we're all back to levels now. And where are you... I mean, have you got some big news? We're, we're going to cover in the second half of the podcast, we are going to cover um, kind of the fun stuff about being a car care multi-brand reseller slash product importer slash distributor, because that's kind of cool. Um, it's easy for you to say. Yeah, try and fit that on your business card. Mm. Um, uh, but, yeah, is it, where's it kind of got some big plans for Clean Chinese this year? Yeah, we're uh, we're we're where we've got the two units now. We've um, we only we only completed on the second one in September last year, so we we've got everything in just before the bad weather really started. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a lot to move to move fifty brands and eighteen hundred products with multiple products. That doesn't happen well, overnight. It's, well, you've got about thirty cars as well. They've got to move. Through. I mean, they're all BMWs as well, so you're gonna have to jump every single one. Yeah, I don't need to indicate where I'm putting them, though, do I? <laughs> no. Um, no, we. Uh, I couldn't get any cars in there, which was partly the reason why we needed the <laughs> yeah, legitimate business there. expense. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Um, but no, we've we we got into the second one. We sorted out all the racking. We sorted out everything from the first one, and uh, now the first one's having flooring put down in February and lighting and stuff. And we're mm-hmm. we're uh, we're going to start doing a bit more media stuff in there and and. You know, your sort of um, your entry level, I would say, entry level training. So if you've just bought a Roops machine or a machine mm-hmm. polisher in general and you want to know how to use it, um, come and see me. You know, okay. it's, uh, it's it's going to be the sort of thing we do in there. We might get some manufacturers in there. I've talked to a few about doing Open days. almost well, well no, no, almost a breakfast club. Oh, okay. So, but, so you know, because obviously detailers are busy during the day. They haven't. They don't want to give their days up. And at mm-hmm. weekends, a lot of detailers have got families, so they don't want to give that. You know, so we said. Look, why don't we do early mornings? Why don't we do seven, seven, seven o'clock, mm-hmm. and open at seven for a couple of hours, so that say a manufacturer can come in and bring their wares with them and talk to detailers about about their products and do a breakfast club. Oh, those sales reps are going to absolutely love you for saying right. We're starting a show at seven in the morning. It'll all be done well, it's by not nine. A show, it, yeah. You know, breakfast meat. You know, yeah. we'll supply the bacon and the rolls and can fill up the tanks with water. Yeah, You've got a spotless water thing not around yet. you. Not, okay. not, I, I said not yet. Because uh, yeah. you already have shipping container. You, I, I have a shipping container a there. Ago, I, I obviously yeah. have. I'll have. If I take the third unit, we'll have something like sixteen spaces, so it, it won't impact as much. Ah, be interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Watch your space. What flooring you gone for? What floor? Uh, tough tile. Uh, okay. Yeah. Stocking those. No, you, I, didn't, no I, I didn't know if it was going to be an interesting starting stocking uh, flooring there as well. We're gonna, uh, yeah. I mean, flooring—that's that's going to take up a bit of space, isn't it? So, <laughs> well, well, it depends how store, big your floor is. Storing multiple colours of tiles with uh, with the amount of tiles we need, yeah, it's be quite a lot of space. Yeah, um, I can imagine. So, uh, so yeah, I I I don't think. Uh, don't think we'll stock it, but we'll certainly put people in touch with someone that can get them a good price. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we've got other bits and pieces that go with the flooring that that will work, like will stuff work. that goes on flooring, like like 
trolleys yeah. and stuff. Abs- and, absolutely, and, and yeah. Bottles of polish and things with wheels. Things with wheels. We like things with wheels. Well, on that note, we are going to take a little pause and we'll be back soon to chat about life as a multi-brand reseller. Pro Detailer issue 14 is now available on the Pro Detailer website at www.prodetailermagazine.com. And we're back, and we are still here with John Hole, and we've been talking about all sorts of exciting things. And in the first half, while well, we did indeed cover things like your COVID experience and wax stock and stuff like this, I think we need to get a bit more cerebral for the second half. Okay, I don't know what that means, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, so what is it like to run a multi-brand reseller? We've got, you know, where you get your products from mm-hmm. and where they go to. So you've got mm-hmm. suppliers and customers. Now, the market in the olden days used to be you had a manufacturer who would go to a distributor. A distributor would distribute it to various different importers. Importers would then sub-distribute it to sub-distributors who would go to resellers and then go to the customer. That was fun. And in those days, you had lots of people taking a little bit of the pie, but that's how it happened. So you had specialisms, and a mm-hmm. distributor was all about logistics. Distributor yep. wasn't expected to do any marketing or anything like yep. that. It's just like we get it to the different people. Um, and now we're in a situation where the role of reseller, your role, you are now not just a reseller, you're an importer, you're a distributor in yourself. So you're going direct to manufacturers, and you've got, I've got a can here of five, which we'll check where you're an exclusive uh, importer slash distributor for the UK. Yes. Let's talk about five. Let's talk about the five. And um, so you're basically all those levels are being cut out. So the question is, who, if you're a manufacturer, in the olden days, you wouldn't be doing necessarily the promotion. That'd be up to your sales channel. Now you find, so the manufacturers are doing a lot of promotion, mm-hmm. but you're also doing a lot of promotion. So how does that kind of relationship work with yourself and, and these manufacturers? I think these days you've got, the manufacturers are obviously, when I started out, they were they were literally selling they would sell to me and then I would sell out and I mm-hmm. would do a bit of marketing. They would do a bit of marketing. Um, it was in their interest to do marketing to get their, their name out there. Yeah. And then people would go to them, where can I buy it? You go to Clean and Shiny, you go to the Elite Car Care. Mm-hmm. And then people would come to us, but we would do our own smaller version of marketing. I think these days you've got a lot of manufacturers that now sell direct because e-commerce websites are a little bit easier to run a little bit easier to get hold of there's not so much programming involved mm-hmm. so the manufacturers say okay so we can sell direct to the same audience without giving away without, 30 or 40 percent of margin it, it, indeed yeah. um so we're my, my competition isn't necessarily another reseller it's actually the manufacturer yeah um so we we choose we we now choose more so than 15 yeah. years ago yeah choose carefully who the, who we partner with <clears throat> Um, because if, if, if you've got someone that's, that's just going to be very active in their own advertising, but their own advertising to buy direct. And I've dealt with companies in the last 10 years who wouldn't put me on their website as a, as a reseller Mm -hmm. because their website sold. So they didn't want to give someone the opportunity to come to me, for example, and buy, that brand of products plus something else they they just wanted to get that sale and they're themselves. always going to win because they're the manufacturer they've got much more margin to give yeah. away so if it did get into a he said she said sort of battle you're going to end Absolutely. up losing it I yeah. suppose, suppose the other thing as well now is that the supply chain if you like is much more global exactly so especially in this industry we're bringing a lot in from the likes of asia from malaysia mm-hmm. from korea everything that korean or malaysian or again wherever they're from company has got to justify advertising globally 
And that's a hell of a budget to try and get. Yeah. So obviously yeah. it's in their interest to to push that down down the line a little bit. Yeah. To people who know their own local markets and everything, which we which weren't such a factor twenty years ago, if you like. Yeah. And in the olden days that would have been the distributor's job. But if they're going direct to resellers, it falls on, on your shoulders. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, you've got brands you've got brands these days like uh, let's use the rag company mm-hmm. as a great example. You know, they've got a media team, they've got photographers, videographers they put out a lot of content. Yeah, they put out a lot of content on their microfibers as well as the other brands that they they resell, stroke, distribute for. Mm-hmm. Um, it means that we can we also benefit from from that where they're putting that marketing out because they're they're more than happy to share that with us. Mm. You know, so it's not all uh, go to the ragcompany.com to buy. It it can be blank, so it's a, it can be go to clean and shiny to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got other. You've got other manufacturers, as we've said, that will go. Okay, we're gonna. We know you advertise there, so we're gonna advertise there to. Yeah, so to, to go direct. Themselves. And when yeah. I find that you get manufacturers like that, uh, historically, I, I I used to ignore it. Now I stop selling their products and let them sell direct because if, if if that's what if that's what a manufacturer wants to try wants to double to do dip. to, mm. you know, what I'm I'm buying their product. My commitment to a manufacturer is that I'll buy their product, put it in stock, put it on my shelves, and and, and wait. And obviously, I'll I'll do some marketing myself. And I've got guys that I pay mm-hmm. to pr- produce that marketing, but to produce email shots, to produce social media, and also to pick up the phone. You know, you've got guys that guys in my building that can pick up the phone that you can call that you can talk to about about whatever your issue is. Well, that's support. And again, first level support is something traditionally you'd have the reseller be offering first level, then second level you might go to a DISTI, and then it goes back to the manufacturer if it's really serious. And again, now that's been shortcutted. Again, because of the international element, you can't phone up China or Japan or Korea in the the middle of the day and ask for advice in English. It's not going to work. So it's kind of two sides of the coin. But on the other side, as I say, on the other side of that, there are some great manufacturers out there Mm -hmm. who who I deal with who uh, will be forthcoming saying we want to do some we want to do some marketing for you we want to do some advertising for you um and what do you need you know which is which is quite refreshing it's a brave move because i can imagine if you put yourself in the position of a manufacturer and you're selling to a reseller and you're spending a lot of money promoting that reseller and then that reseller says actually i'm not going to get your products anymore i'm going to sell your competition products but thanks for promoting my business Mm. so there's a risk there but then equally you get it with the reseller side where if you're putting lots of money and i talked to one guy who ran the country's biggest kind of online reseller for a while ages ago and he said i'm just fed up of putting money into promoting other people's products because you know they're kind of they're, I'm trying to think of a better word than what's in my head um, but they would take advantage of you uh, I mean we we went through a stage of we would advertise products that were available from many many other resellers mm-hmm. and what we found was that that when we when we pushed those products we would get a certain percentage of sales um, but if we took one of the brands that we have exclusivity to and we put our time and effort into that brand, you get we, we, we get 100% yeah. back. Because what we were doing was exactly what you're saying. We were we were advertising and people would see our advert and they'd think, oh, I buy from here and I'm going to go and have a look there. Oh, yeah, they've got that in stock. I'll buy from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's... 
Well, you've also got then the bias of manufacturers between resellers, because we have had seen some situations where because somebody's pally-pally with somebody else, Indeed. they'll bring people on. And also you get the ones where they, they bring them on and then two weeks later they'll bring somebody down the road on and it's always an in. So there's always a kind of a strategy. So it's so refreshing to come across one of those companies that are putting mm-hmm. you know good resources into promoting their products and their partners who are selling the products. Yeah. And I can see there is this pattern with resellers, um, with yourself as Clean and Shiny, but with the other ones as well, where they're taking on exclusive deals with brands so that you can control that channel. And you know, for example, with Labo, mm-hmm. Labo are a great example because you know we work closely with them too. Yep. They put a lot of time and effort into making sure that their products are out in front of them. And that's completely independent of, you know, they're not asking yeah. you for the money to do no. that. At the same time, you're promoting them heavily and you know that every sale of Labo in this country is going to be coming through you. So it all absolutely. makes absolute sense. Yeah. So it's worth it's worth us putting the effort in to be able to, to promote it. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're also bizarre because they're a long-standing, in, in this particular case, long-standing Italian company, Maffer underneath. But actually, they're completely on point in terms of marketing. You've struggled, you know, we've all seen in the past with struggles with brands that either don't do an advertising or they're an old-looking brand that doesn't have any kind of vigour behind mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, whereas Labo is a child, there's a brainchild, Marco, who wanted, you know, every single product, even their own main brand, has a hashtag before. And yeah. he said purely so that it works on social media so that yeah. you can hashtag exactly it. that's very yeah. out of the box thinking you know yeah. no absolutely yeah. um and we were talking about the whole promotion thing about age was we were talking about um young um jack over at uh Stanagloss and yeah love jack we're all old sods around here yeah. so we don't know what's hip and trendy among the children um but so you need to find one of these young people and he's not that young actually he's, he's nearly 30 i think yeah um and sort of, i remember being 30 yeah i don't i don't not <laughs> <laughs> had too many head injuries since um and um the you know and it's about finding you know being uh, would you finger on the pulse yes of, absolutely of what's going. And, yeah. and what's nice about labo is that they've got that finger on the mm. pulse um, yeah no it's, absolutely it's, it's crazy cool um and then with customers as well the, the customer environment appears to have changed and i call it amazonitis <laughs> because it reminds me of something that's red and itchy oh. um but because you're used to getting free postage and everything delivered the following day, or in some cases the same day, um, and it being very clunk-click sort of thing, then you've got what I call an old-school, not necessarily old, but old-school-style online resale. (laughs) Old-school is in the last five years. um, Where you order and you pay your postage, and maybe if you spend £100, you might get a a cheaper postage or something like that, um, and then it will arrive in, you know, a couple of days. And as a detailer, if you know you've got a coatings job and that you need some coatings for, the idea is that two weeks before you book and you you pay for those coatings, they come in. Now you have this Amazonitis, somebody books up on, on, you know, five o'clock on a Friday afternoon, you book at eight, you order the coatings at 8 p.m that night and expect them to be in on a Saturday morning for free um, and strange enough it doesn't always work like that oh, and I'm oh, guessing this is a familiar yeah. story uh, in the last week I had <laughs> someone order on 4 o'clock no 3 o'clock sorry beg your pardon 3 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon and sent us an email at 4 o'clock Monday afternoon saying I'm extremely disappointed with your company um, I ordered yesterday at 3 o'clock and uh, I've been told that my delivery is not coming until tomorrow <laughs> And we had to handle that situation. Um, we get a lot of people that uh, I would say that 70% of our inquiries from our um, our instant chat on the webpage are literally one word, not even hello. Can I have a How discount? Yeah. Can I have a discount? Um, we, get, we get a lot of it all the time. And I... I you know, we, we, we don't... Which we, is fine if there's a bit of give and take, but it's often a case of, well, I want something, can I 
have it for less. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we we listen. We we give people. We do give people. Sometimes give people initial discounts. We do offers if you're on our email shop and mm. all that sort of thing. We'll we we do offers every few weeks where we'll give a percentage off of a certain product or we'll give something free with something. You know, last week we did an email out on Friday. I mean, if you spent if you spent sixty pounds, you got a free bottle of Stiana Gloss Bubble. Mm, and that, that was twelve pounds, yeah. you know. So effectively, if you spend sixty quid, you're getting twenty percent because you're getting a twelve pound bottle for free. Two people, John Holmaths. Two people did that. <laughs> Two people took it up. Jesus. Two. Yeah. Um, but but but, but you had twenty people still asking for twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't mind. I, you know, I, I I try to do promotions. We try to we try to offer. Um, you know, we don't want to be known as. Um, and I won't be known as a discount company. I won't mm. be known as someone that's doing free postage and having to use Hermes, for example, to send it to you. I want to use a reputable uh, delivery company. We use DPD mm-hmm. and we use FedEx if you're international. Um, but we, DPD, you know, if a truck breaks down, I can't control that. Yeah. If if a parcel gets to the central hub late and it misses the the next trunk, I can't control that either. Well, but we get we get it also with customer. I mean, when people don't include, for example, a house number on a on a or a name yeah. on a street, and we had one that went out with the automated, you know, with the subscription. So hundreds, we we sent out over a thousand mags in a day when that happens, and they come in. And he said, oh, it hasn't arrived yet. And I go back to the order. Okay, well, I'm afraid your address didn't have a, you know, what number on the street? Oh, we're X, Y, and Z number. It's like, well, that's why it hasn't arrived. So yeah, stop we, moaning at me. We get telephone numbers. So we put telephone numbers on every single delivery. Yeah. So if it's if it's Royal Mail, you will get a text notification. If it's DPD, you'll get a text notification. We'll get some people phone up, and I've had more than five in the last six or seven months that have mm. phoned up and complained, saying, I haven't got my notification. I haven't got anything from anybody. Why haven't I got it? And you go, can I just check your details? And they go, yep. So you give them the phone number. No, that's not my number. Well, that's the number you put into the website. Yeah. Well, I, put, I just put any old number in the website because I didn't want you calling me. Yeah. We, we, Pardon? We, we, we often get that. Is that you know, they, they're, I don't use my number for marketing. But yeah. We don't. There's something we're called not. GDPR. We're to, we're, we're a law here. We're, you know? we're trying to tell you when your delivery is coming. But yeah. on the flip side, let's do that. On the flip side, I've got, I've got an amazing customer base that, that do pay that do don't quibble with me that mm-hmm. do want the service and they're the ones they're the ones that will phone up they'll spend half an hour on the phone to us asking us questions and they they say you know we've I've talked to a few different companies and and you guys have been you you know you haven't rushed me on the phone you haven't done mm. this you haven't done that I, I just want yeah you give me straight advice I just want to I'll order it now yeah, yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. And, and they're the repeat customers. And they are. Yeah, they and are. And they're the ones you want at yeah. the end of the day, the ones that already know what to expect, that you've got a relationship with, and that, you, that it's just a nice, easy uh, transaction every time. Uh, I mean, I try to explain to the people that are asking for discounts all the time. I'm saying, look, if, you, if, you, if you're on our social media page, on Instagram, on Facebook, and if you're on our mail shot, we do a fair amount of promotions, mm. uh, like literally probably one or two a month, but you need to be on those channels to, to get the promotions. We don't just give out discount codes. We're not dominoes. I don't go, yeah. to, I don't go to Amazon, like you've, you've talked about Amazon. I don't yeah. go to Amazon and go, have you got a discount code? Mm-hmm. Because they won't give me a discount code, and they're Amazon, but they will, they, they will offer me a service where their, their thing is, is you pay more because you're on Amazon, and you, you'll get it next day, but you're, you're paying for that ability. But people yeah. want... People in in this industry in particular, I find, you know... It may I, well be peculiar to our industry, it's, yeah. It seems that people want the Amazon service, but they don't want to pay anything for it. 
It is. I mean, it, it's tricky. And Amazon, and I mean, we've we've briefly dalliance with it, and then, and the, it just didn't make sense to run the amount of money that it costs to run on on that side. And it it's interesting in other industries, say buying and selling cars, or even buying and selling car care product. You said from the manufacturer point of view, is a rebate, a retrospective rebate, because mm. people find, oh, I'm going to spend hundreds with you this year. I want twenty five percent off, and you know full well they're going to buy a microfiber and never never appear again. But if you say, okay, well we've got a system because you were also a pint, well I say a pint. A pint in our industry of individual codes for customers that mm-hmm. they can share and then they yeah. end up with a credit account yeah. which I was amazed didn't I mean it might have taken off but I'm not aware it's not all over social media it strikes me as a very sensible way of doing things in terms of yeah. organic word of mouth and also if you have a rebate system saying well if you do hit a thousand pounds this year which sounds like a big number but it really isn't particularly if you're pro or semi-pro you buy a polisher <laughs> and four or five coatings you get a thousand there. quid exactly and then say right then you get your, your your rebate rather than doing it the other way around and so oh, i want 40 percent off but there's always going to be people that will give a discount there's always companies out there that will do carriage for two pounds that's, that's open market is a difficult one kind you know, of it, 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 yeah. as i say you know we we have unfortunately we've got to the point where we do have running costs with our business mm-hmm. we do have staff costs warehousing costs we've got, got that cost. x x x 50D. <laughs> talking about that. 15 years I've been doing this. I thought I could treat myself. He's had, he's had to save £5 a month for the... Yeah, yeah. since 1974. <laughs> That's it. I hope it's a fair point. But uh, as I say, though, what I do want to emphasise is that is that probably 90, 95, 99% of our customers love the service that we give. Mm. And it's it's there is just a very small minority that we get a lot of questions to. But what we tend to say now is that we we've got promotions and and guys, if you're listening, do follow us for yeah. promotions. Do subscribe. I'll, to get, the, I'll, do subscribe I'll give you John's email. home address. If you yeah. go there about eight in the morning, then just follow him onwards from there. It'll be fine. Not more. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. In all, all seriousness, if you're yeah. if you're following those channels and you and you're a, you're a, you're a guy that likes a bargain or a girl. That's, or a girl. You will. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was. You didn't get a chance to finish. <laughs> <laughs> if you, yeah, you know, that's where you'll find our bargains. Yeah. Um, and that's the value add. And that's a, a, one big thing. People say, oh, well, why not just go to manufacturer direct? Well, often, and I've seen this with manufacturers, they're not set up to be distribution. They're not set up to be customer support. And you, I mean, hell, with the background and everything, you're an enthusiast detailer for a very long time, then yeah. detailing world, then clean and shiny, then all the rest. Yeah. So you've got the expertise to be able to do that. And I know that your team are also enthusiast detailers. I mean, one's a Honda enthusiast. That shows a level of dedication. It's got two. Yeah. Two Hondas. That's, one dirty, you know. one very clean. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got then we've got VW and Audi guys. Oh yeah, so we've got to stay clear of, of that lot. It's yeah. Kind of we've got Jap and German. You know, there's JDM's a... the way forward. And I, I'm speaking of somebody here with a 21 year old Audi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is all around. And in terms of the brands that you bring in, there is some really interesting stuff going on. You seem to focus on doing things differently from others. So um, you've got Poker Premium, which have been around for a while now, mm-hmm. and they've been in people's minds for a while. We've done a lot with the magazine. You very kindly sent us some trolleys and bits and bobs quite a while ago, yeah. and uh, we've got those, and they're still going strong. Um, and the you know it's a build quality. They're a Polish company. They're, they seem to listen to feedback, and I think you're responsible for a lot of that feedback. Say, hey, yep. what about doing this? What about doing that? Yep. Um, and they revise. So they have a wheel spinny mounty thingy. What's the technical term for the wheel spinny mounty thingy? 
A wheel stand. A wheel stand, there you yeah. go. And uh, apparently the original version did, you could set it at an angle, or you could have it flat. You could have it flat or an angle. But the new one, because everybody was saying, oh, it's flat, well, that's just because the way they'd assembled it, the new one is at an angle, angle fixed sort of it. thing. And that sort yeah. of thing makes it easier to use and, and better, and yeah. it works on really big wheels as well, doesn't it? It does, yeah, it goes right up to big wheels. Right, you can fit the 22s on. You can fit the 22s on, yeah. Yeah, with the 315 yeah. tyres. It's ridiculously big. Um, and Porsche size. <laughs> Um, so you've got those, and that's and again you've got the exclusive deal with those, and they're pioneering. I get the feeling they're bringing new stuff out quite regularly. Yeah. Um, they 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 they're always they're always innovating, always on, innovating on what they're on what they can do, and what they can. I mean, obviously there's you know there, there's everything from from your trolleys through to the wheel stands through to polishing shelves and through to through to something that's that will hold your snow foam lance yeah you know i've got guys that buy it buy a couple so they have one outside near their garage so that once they mm -hmm. finish their snow foam lance they hook it on before they take it back in so it's not just rolling around the floor yeah and it's nice thick gauge steel and, it, and stuff like yeah. that and the, again there because hardware is a it's always a tricky one from an import point of view because it's heavy and it takes a lot of space is that you need someone who say right yeah i'm going to buy 25 grand's worth of kit and i'm going to bring it in and then i'm going to sell it out because if you're going there with the kind of two-bit resellers mm -hmm. who you will spend 500 pounds with you if, you know it's, you it's not going to work no um, i mean we've we've got we've got just over a ton arriving in 10 days yeah, poker because we 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 are out of stock of quite a lot of it right now. But it, you know, this is January. It is January, so, and it yeah. is post COVID and yeah. all the rest of it. So yeah, totally understandable. Speaking of hardware, you've bought in a new brand again, exclusive distributor, which is Viper spelt wrong. So Viper with a Y rather than an I. They might argue that that's spelt right. Viper. Eh, I'll bring along an actual, you know, Velociraptor. Um, <laughs> this is a Viper. Argue with him, he's a King Cobra. Um, but they specialise in uh, super high-end, how do you describe it, high-end workshop? Workshop tools, uh, workshop stools. Stools um, and tools. Stools and tools. No, there's uh, a tool and then there's a stool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stools. Let's stick to that. <laughs> stools and chairs. Yeah. Uh, so they're, uh, they're American-made. They're American-sourced. They're not... They're not Cheap quality, they're of very mm. good quality. Um, we've literally had one roll from the top of the car park to the bottom with someone on it and they had to jump off because otherwise they would have literally smashed in the wall. It didn't slow down, it sped up. Um, <laughs> good quality they weren't, they weren't expecting it to speed well, did up. Did they do physics at school because it's all they, about F equals MA? They, they probably, maybe, yeah. did. I don't know. I'll things speed check. up until they reach a terminal velocity, which point the forces are balanced. But never mind. Mm. Um, so that's an interesting thing. And I've seen the feedback on that. They look bloody cool. Just the way they're engineered, they do look cool. They look great. They don't fall over on a speck of dust on a mm. workshop floor. That's the other thing. You know, a lot of these stalls that have got small casters, people go to roll them and they end up lying on the floor looking at their stall going, how did that happen? <laughs> um, these don't. They, they will. They, they're very well made. Mm. Um, you won't buy another stall for mm. 10 years. Minimum, I would say. So, uh, and again, it's a get what you pay for because I've seen a lot of feedback. Is. God, they're expensive. Well, yeah, they are expensive. Like a Rolls Royce is expensive, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. if you can't, you know, justify forking out on that, absolutely fine. But it's, yeah. it's just kind of how they're built. Yeah. Like um, one hundred pound stall or five twenty five pound stalls. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. ahead over time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we've talked obviously about Labo and Rag Company, who are always fun. Now they've been around because, as you say, they distribute products in in America too. And the guys yeah. were over at the last Wax Stock as yeah. well, I seem to remember. Yeah. Um, and they kind of pretty much do what they say on the tin. They sell microfibers and they sell microfibers for all, obviously all your all your different jobs um, from drying to buffing to glass, all those sort of things, and they they. They test the microfibers well before they bring them in. They've mm -hmm. got a they've got a microfiber wash that they developed in conjunction with PNS. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a big P 
PNS distributor in the States. Yeah. Um, I've got some in my cupboard. I bought them. In fact, I bought them from you for, per- oh, for personal use. Thank you very much. Yeah. One's called an Eagle, I think. That's it. Eagle, Eg- Eagle Edges. That's the one. 350 or 500 or 600. It's orange, but I don't know. Uh, 500. 500. Um, and then we have Workstoff, which again is another manufacturer of equipment. So it's a diversification from yeah. just trying to sell shampoos and That's polishes and can, stuff. You can see a thing going on there, can't you? Yeah, like, like your equipment and your, yeah. and your tools. I've got, got away from bringing in more liquids and went the other way mm. um yeah the work stuff brushes uh we also do I'll, I'll add in we also do detail factory so detail yeah. factory brushes are your premium detailing brush that has obviously now been copied by the chinese and there's <laughs> chinese equivalents out there that when you pull on the brush they tend to either molt or come apart mm-hmm. um these are these are made a, bit, a little bit better in america than than those uh, you can tell a proper detail factory brush. It's got a little DF on the end. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, so they've literally copied them. The, the Chinese literally copied the, the exact <laughs> brush. So there's, there's, and bought them in. But like, I think you could buy them for two or three pound on Alibaba. Right. I think John at Forensic Detail did a video on them. And compared the two, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, saying you could buy these brushes for this this money. So that's helpful. Um, <laughs> but then we've got the, from the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, you know we've got the we've got the work stuff brushes, which come in lots of different sizes, um, sort of from a very small, I think sixteen mil up to a forty mil brush. So uh, well, have you seen the new Labo brushes? I have. They're pretty they're, cool. They're really engineered. Aren't they? They're, they're properly. He talked. I, I had Marco talking to me for quite a long time about brushes. But um, they're very much like some of the work stuff brushes. Oh, I see. Well, well that's a compliment to work stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, so, generally speaking, it's all about finding those little niches within the niche of detailing industry and kind of making sure with your experience now you know how to do it and the pitfalls and generally speaking yeah. you don't get caught out anymore by manufacturers playing fast ones or customers pulling wool over eyes and stuff yeah. like that yeah. and it is interesting how many resellers have come and gone in the time certainly we've known each other since 2012 2013 mm-hmm. and in that time i can think of as in proper resellers not as in yeah. a bloke working out of a garage mm-hmm. there have been a good sort of three or four um, yeah. decent sized ones have come and gone yeah. and you've you've weathered them we've is, tried it's all good I'm trying to think of the originals Ultimate Furniture is still around obviously yeah well, the, the original original yeah. would have been us um, Motor Geek Serious Performance god that goes back um, and then there was there was Elite Car Care obviously they mm. started up at about the same time as Clean Your Car because we launched we helped launch those sites on on because yeah. that was the only place you could go at the time. Uh, there wasn't the socials that there are today. Um, and then, yeah, the Ultimate Finish, which was 360 before that. Yes. And then they were the original Zymo importer. Yep. Um, and so. Shiner Armour and all that. Lot. And then Shiner Armour, yeah. yeah, for good old Phil. <laughs> Polish, Polish Bliss. Polish Bliss, yeah, they've, uh, they're still around. New owner. Yeah. New owner, New owner. still around. Still, um, still exists. Yeah, so there's the you know, and then then obviously as I say, it moved on, and there was there's 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 a lot out there now that yeah. I don't even hear. I, I I do searches every now and again on the internet, and I'm like every morning, oh, every evening. No, <laughs> not that often, not that often. Um, it, well, we could reminisce. We could for a long time, but we bore 
our listener. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do... Sorry, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Bad luck, Dave. Hope, hope the infection clears up as well, dude. Um, that's the wrong piece of paper. I was about to ask you the same question I asked Matt Yates, uh, so that's probably not appropriate because it's mostly about Scotland. Yeah, I probably couldn't answer that. You can no. buy a cream for it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Art, ten quickfire questions. Which, oh, crikey. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be too worried about this. Um, first one's going to be quite a long one because I know... I, and we can do a little punt for your uh, 46, if you want. Um, <laughs> is your current car, in brackets, S, close brackets? My current car? Z- BMW X5. X5 M50D? Yeah. Don't short sell I'm yourself. Not, you not, turned like, up here gangster. I, I, I thought I was going to be buying cocaine this morning when you turned up. There still could be a chance. <laughs> um, not, <laughs> not from me, though. Not from me. Um, <laughs> I've got a 2 Series as well. You do? Uh, well, again, a 2 Series. Oh, Mr Meek, it's an M2. <laughs> Is it an M2 competition? It's an M2 competition, yeah. yeah. So, so there we go. And then you've got an E36? No, E46. You've got an E46? An E46 M3 that if anyone... No, it might be it's sold a cab. by the time this comes out. It's a cab, though, isn't it? Yeah. And it's got split rim, multi-split It's got wheels. CSL. CSL, genuine CSL wheels. I'm not a BMW person, as some regular listeners may have gathered. 86,000 miles. I thought I was going to say 86,000 pounds. 20 years old this year. And has low mileage. And how much are you asking for it? Uh, 17,250 pounds. God, slightly. If you want to blow 17,250 pounds on a BMW floppy top, (laughs) then, um, then, 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 then John's your man. It is a very pretty floppy top. Um, also, with selling the uh, the family Forester as well, that's only two and a half thousand pounds and four wheel drive. Not that there's any competition there, but and it's just got a floppy bottom instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've got I've got new springs on my floppy bottom. Flintstone type bar. No, actually, it's pretty good. Stamp hard enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to lift it, but then it's easy to get underneath and see. So I thought no, <laughs> I'll throw it instead. Um, but so your current cars are those. Do you have any? I thought you had something else tucked away. No, I've got three cars. Did you ever have an E30 M3 or an E36? No, I, I just had the E46. Yeah. What was the first car you you detailed? I mean, detailed is a kind of a loose term because we'd be going quite a long way back. Held car would be a loose term. 1984 I mean. Ford Escort. And when was this contemporary? As in, in 1984, was it? I, was, I wasn't old enough to drive in 1984. You don't have to be able to drive to DL car. I um, see people trying to say their experience starts from when they were four years old. I've seen that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> um, no, that was uh, that was one that I, I spent the most time on. I washed mm-hmm. lots of things with a, with turtle wax and a bucket oh, and a sponge. Days. 99p sponge. Well, it probably we wasn't that. It. It's probably 10p. Oh, about saying 99p back in the day, that would buy you a four-course meal. Yeah. Well, in parts 54p back in the day used to buy me a litre of fuel. Oh, blimey. See, uh, well, you, you do, you're slightly more chronologically enhanced myself. I remember when I started, I, I first car was a diesel because the insurance was cheaper. It was probably even cheaper then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was diesel 80, back then. No, it was 88p a litre. Oh, was it? Yeah, no, it was a 306 HDI. Shows how much younger you are than me. Yeah. Yeah. It was £1.88 for a packet of Benson and Hedges. You're kidding, 20? Yeah. <sighs> I, I started, that. it was £3 something, £3.60. Yeah. There were the days. <laughs> anyway, um, what's, your, what's your dream car? Uh, money, no object. Money, no object. Yeah, and you can wear a paper bag if you want a BMW. No, it's not BMW. Okay. It would probably currently be some sort of Lamborghini Hurricane. Ah, oh, Lambo man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Lambo, not a Ferrari man, even though they're smaller inside. 
Okay, well, you've just... Oh, no, you haven't messed up one of my next questions. That's yeah. fine. So that's cool. That's cool. Well, I do like the hurricane because it comes very low and stuff like that. I'm surprised you're not going for a Muchalago or the... It's, what's the big one now called? The Aventador. The Aventador. And that, if, I, if I could have it, if, if it was just a general, I'd have an, I'd have an Urus. An Urus? Yeah. Why don't you just buy an Audi Q7 like that? Because that's not an Urus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Just asking Animize. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, personal question. So, serious face. How many buckets do you uh, use when you're... Um, How many you know, would you like dirt? to use? Well, that's a different sort of video, that. Oh, OK. Yeah. How many um, would you use if you're not being watched? <sighs> well, you don't think you're being watched, obviously. You know, I have drones. I have a multitude of buckets. Uh, but, well, I, I've seen your bucket collection, actually, there's, but there's... I thought they were mostly for retail. No. That was all the, personal the ones use. We use. The ones we use. Um, generally, it is... Two to wash with, one for wheels, mm-hmm. so we're three. Um, if I'm fleeing in flamboyant mm-hmm. and I'm doing an X5, it's two on one side, two on the other, and one for wheels. To be fair, your car is bigger than my house, so I can totally understand why you're It takes a long time that. to clean that bloody thing. I bet it does. I bet yeah. it absolutely does. Does it, because it's got an electric everything, doors, tailgates, all the rest, yeah. does it squat for you? No. Oh. Have you tried no. asking it? I mean, it's probably I, voice I, activated. <sighs> I'm going to try. No, I don't think it does. No. We've given you the idea. Okay, now this is going to be a contentious one. I think I know which way you're going to go, but I'm not 100% sure whether it's head and heart question this really. Ceramic or wax? <sighs> Told you it'd be hard. And ceramic wax isn't an option. <laughs> just to, just oh, to clarify this. And I was just, just about to go. What I would do <laughs> is it would be... Uh, wax. Good man. Stuck with the heart. Mm-hmm. Stuck with the heart. Absolutely. And um, what do you use on the car? Which <laughs> one? Never mind. Sorry. Uh, okay, so... None uh, of my jokes yeah, are Yeah, no, I, I got the joke. I was just okay. like, yeah. Just didn't laugh. Trying to keep it decent. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrari or Porsche, there is no wrong answer. Porsche. Interesting. Subaru or Mitsubishi, there is a wrong answer. And you've seen my wood chipper. Subaru. Good man. Um, I had a lot of fun in a Subaru Impreza once. What was her name? Um, I don't know. I never asked him her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this one you're going to struggle with because I can see it being politically difficult. But <laughs> Flex or Rupes? Because you sell both. Dodo juice. Oh, okay. Dodo juice. But the question is Flex or Rupes? <laughs> As actual manufacturers of machines, if you see what I mean, I think that's a fair. And you could, I suppose, you could throw a, um, you could throw a thing in the works and say that you want a festool. I just said dodo juice. Um, I know you said dodo juice. What's the, what's the, I think, uh, the Labo machines? Uh, uh, Glad- Gladius. Gladiators. 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 Yeah. 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 That could bring in a whole new thing of detailing games, couldn't claim it? That could be something we do at Waxdot. Gladiath, claim the fifth. Uh, the- uh, abstain from answering. Uh, oh, the, the Fifth Amendment. Fifth Amendment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, okay, in all seriousness, Rupes. This... Brave man, brave man. That's cool. Sorry, Stuart. <laughs> Why's your phone going up? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> an Italian number. <laughs> Sticking something underneath oh. your car. Um, uh, what would be your dream car to detail in all the world? And now, some people have had some quite clever answers to this. I don't know if they're going to enjoy it. Some that. also haven't, have, though, so yeah, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a dream car to detail. I think that... I, I think I would prefer to detail something more normal than something not normal, just because of the intricacies of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hear that. Of, risks, it, I guess it would. Yeah, and, and it. It'd yeah, be there'd scary. Be a few variables for me. If I was on a Subaru Legacy S402, I would be shaking like this. Whereas if I was doing an Evo Tommy Mackinnon, I'd just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, Sponge gravel. If you were doing a, if you were doing a 911, and but then doing a Koenigsegg, I'd rather do five 911s. Yes. Oh well, the Koenigsegg has got so many different materials and exactly. intricate bits. Yeah, that's what I mean. I quite like that. I get my, get my little cotton buds out. I do. I like I like engine bays and mm. um, switches that put, get me up in the morning. I like interiors. Well, that and some most drugs, people but don't like interiors. Yeah. No, I like them yeah. within reason. Because right now, this time of year, that's what I see. I yeah. try not to look at the outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Shocking, especially yeah, around you, here. You can't win really can yeah. on the outside at the moment. Um, so, final question. And uh, Ian and I were discussing this prior to Mike's on, and we thought you might be the first to answer differently from everybody else. Sunday drive or a Sunday detail? I would... Put your tongue away. I would put my tongue away. I would go, I would, I would go for a Sunday drive. Oh, you're going to want to do both, aren't you? And I, then I'd detail it before I put it away. Okay. Because I'm fortunate. 40 minutes away is Goodwood. So I'd do a drive to Goodwood. Have some breakfast. Yeah. Get back in the car. So that'd be what, two, three hours? Yeah, a couple of three hours and then I'll be And back. you get more than two or three hours a Sunday to yourself. You're allowed that much time off. I've got a I've got an amazing wife. Well, absolutely, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Well, on that bombshell, we are going to end, but thank you very much, John, for venturing all the way to Westshire. Is that, is that where I am? You are in Westshire. We followed ways. Yeah, we keep it. We keep it yeah. vague. Just if, to, you, you know. if you carry on down the M4, there's a mountain with an eye on top of it that starts staring you. So go the other way. If I keep going down the M4, I should have bought my bike because I've been a bike part while. Oh yes, well, because I, I, I talked to uh, Mr. Young Kelly Harris and Mr. Young Jim White, mm-hmm. and you all went off to Wales and 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 we all went off to Wales. And bike they, they they laughed at me because I am not as fearless as them. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was there was some things that. That I was. Uh, you have, you're not down. Uh, you have the, great the self-preservation the, instincts. I think so. Those two are lunatics. The pair of them. It's how long you can sit in a car park in the woods and in the dark and and not lock it? That's that's the brave thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Battery bikes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but listen. Thank you very much for getting me down. Oh, it's, it's been, been a long pleasure. time coming. I've, uh, yeah, I've been, been, enjoyed I, it. I had a fight getting you down here. I've been, been uh, first series a message. It's been to great. Them yeah. I, uh, I apologise about the photos that Bert's got on me already. Um, uh, they're only the beginning. If they're not complimentary. Oh, no, um, I, as I said, it's a very reasonable rate for Photoshop work. Okay. I can give you breasts, no. I can I can take years off you, I can I can change your ethnicity, I can do anything you want. Wow. Yeah. I um, don't know what to say. Uh, cash or check? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the best thing to say would be goodbye. Goodbye, yeah. All right, see you later, everyone. Thank Bye. you very much for listening. 